This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace be upon you, the mercy of Allah and His blessings on this 20th day of Rabiul Akhir, 1445. We comment to the Islamic economic indicators for today. The Zakat Nisab is 8,000 rands. The Mahar of Fatimi is 21,000 rands. And the minimum Mahar is 500 rands. A very important announcement. Right now, you're going to be listening to the live broadcast from Markas Sahaba online voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah and simulcast on Sirius FM in the East Rand. But do remember that Radio Al-Ansar will be playing the recording of this afternoon's Q&A program at 8 o'clock tonight. From 8 to 10, Radio Al-Ansar will be playing the recording of this afternoon's Q&A program as they have a change in the programming this afternoon. Right now, we commence by welcoming our very esteemed Mufti Sahib as well as the directors, sound engineers and, and the esteemed listeners of the various radio stations onto this afternoon's Q&A program. Mufti Sahib, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh for joining us. Wa alaykum as wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum afizwadi. Jazakallahu khairan. Amen. So Mufti Sahib, please do tell us about the first intifada in Palestine and what does this intifada actually mean? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Nahmaduhu wa nufsulli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise due to Almighty Allah the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Intifada means an uprising. So because of the Israeli terrorist policies, occupation, desecration of Majid al-Aqsa and remember problems in Gaza, West Bank and when the Israeli Jutlas, the Harami nation says they want peace, P-E-A-C-E then they are always stealing, occupying more and more land. So that is what led to that. So that is why it's called intifada, like social disobedience. We're not going to listen to you now. And then they had the martyrdom operations. But obviously the Western media, you can see how biased they are. This is a miracle which Hamas have pulled off. Remember that, that they sent 1,400 jutlas plus straight to hell. Alhamdulillah, ya Rabbil Alameen. We are very, very happy and proud about that. And even now, I can read to you, you must remember, after one month bombing of Gaza, more than Hiroshima, so remember that the hostages have increased, in fact, because they have taken Americans, they have taken Jutlas, Israeli, and they are now in the care, in the possession under the capture of the Hamas. So, alhamdulillah, and you see that IDF strikes 2,000 500 targets in Gaza or ground operations. But what is helping? It's not helping them anything. See, yeah, yeah it's still written here. Yeah. So, on the so yeah, you will see they write there that remember that Hamas is still in charge, you must remember, of Gaza despite all this here. There is it I'm reading to you. Despite Israel's fierce attacks, this is the Haaretz newspaper. Despite Israel's fierce attacks, Hamas leadership maintains control over Gaza. 
So what is that? It's an absolute failure for them. And on the ground, invasion of the Israelis, they're losing. They can't beat Hamas, so they are getting more and more hostages. They are sending more and more Israeli soldiers. There was one, two Indian soldiers dispatched to hell, other American soldiers dispatched to hell, and Nepali soldiers. So whoever comes in, so you are a legitimate target, you must remember. Look at the hypocrisy of America. You must remember Blinken, another war criminal. He wants all this bloodshed to go on. The Arab regimes were tenpot dictators, majority of them murdered and sellouts and traitors to Islam are telling him there must be an immediate ceasefire. Israel is telling him no ceasefire. So now he wants to go the the middle line. He said, okay, let's have a pause, you know. So now some humanitarian aid can come in and so forth. The whole world, 90% of the world today is standing with Palestine. So I give you three, four statistics. You'll be shocked about it. From the White House, 50 people who are staffers who work in the White House, they went on the march and protest with other people in Washington, and they sing Joe, Joe, genocide, Joe, Joe, genocide, Joe, 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 Joe Biden, that you are committing genocide there. So I always told you that America are the super terrorists on this earth. You must remember that. And then you see in Australia, first time in one place there, you will find the Palestinian flag is flying. And you will see there in the UK, these two Hindus. So one is Richie Rich Sunak and then Suvel Suvel, whatever her name is. I don't know if they drank the cow urine or the cow milk. So she says that we will ban the Palestinian flag if damage comes during this protest and so forth. They burn, you must remember, that is their kufr and their love for the cow and the cow's urine, that they can't stick it. Hundreds of thousands of people marching in UK, in America, in Berlin, and Muslim countries, Arab countries, and so forth. You said, you Haramis, you super-terrorists, Israelis, war criminals, that the Palestinian flag is not allowed. Now see what you did. More and more people in the world, Muslim, non-Muslim, are using Palestinian flags and free, free Palestine. That is the slogan everywhere. Everybody knows that you are the war criminal. You are the guilty one of occupation. Not from now, for 75 years. So don't come tell us about 7th October and so forth. It's a shame and indictment upon you that you can't even be Hamas, 20,000, 25,000 of them, and you're supposed to be the superpower there in the Middle East, and one of the greatest armies in the world, and you can't beat them. Yeah, your own newspaper is saying. Now see, America and its people already preparing for next year. So now Blinken met with Mahmoud Abbas. As far as Mahmoud Abbas goes, I don't even consider him a Muslim. Let me be clear on this issue. Just like MBS Murtad bin Shaitan, just like MBZ of Dubai Murtad bin Zindik, just like the King Abdullah of Jordan and King of Morocco and the Pharaoh, you must remember, their CC, they in Egypt and all these characters, we say they're not Muslim. They're out of the fall of Islam. And you must remember, he, Abu Mazin, as the Arabs call him, Mahmoud Abbas, we don't consider him the Muslim, we consider him a traitor, a sellout. So they are negotiating with him. The Palestinian Authority must be in charge of Gaza after all this. 
Now we want to ask America that I sent out one nice cartoon like this now, you know, before uh, Zohar time and so forth, that the Jutlas, the Haramis, are occupiers in Palestine, and they are occupiers of another place also. So they're occupying the White House. But the White House is no more. The White House is the veto house, you see. 90 countries, 100 countries, 120 countries, they will vote. So, but America will use the veto. Almighty Allah humiliated them during the course of the week when they wanted again a vote against Cuba. So the 190 countries, 187, 180 countries voted against America and Israel and Ukraine abstained. See, so today they have become the most hated countries and people on the face of this earth. Therefore, the Jutlas, the Haramis, the government is telling the Jutla and the Jutli, the Jew and the Jewess, be very careful that when you travel around, you must remember that there's so much anger and hatred against the Jews. It's right because you're a cursed nation. And Allah said he's going to punish you. You must remember till the day of justice. You must remember that. So all this will continue and nobody can stop it. Already they are stabbing incidents in different parts of the world and so forth. So remember, you won't get away with this. People saw you murdering more than 5,000, 6,000 children, babies, children and women. Almost 10,000 we're reaching to now, the death toll day in Gaza. So what will happen? Now they want to dictate the terms. But they speak of democracy. They speak of human rights. But the people of Gaza don't want Palestinian authority. They want Hamas. So who the hell are you to come and dictate to them and so forth? So because there's gas there, because there's oil there, so always remember this. Wherever there's oil, then there's turmoil. Wherever there's gas, then there's a big mess there. Remember that. So that is what they want. There's Mahmoud Abbas and them. They'll just give them million, five million, ten million US dollars, and everything is lungile and so forth. But Hamas, they can't do that. So you must remember. So that is the whole aim. And you, the Ummah, you need to wake up and understand all these issues properly. Mufti Sahib, ayah number 255 from Suratul Baqarah uh, commences that Allah la ilaha illa hu. Where does this ayah end, Mufti Sahib, or where does Ayatul Kursi end? Remember that today, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, in the majlis, you understand, of our Honorable Ustad, Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab, Hafizahullah, so I said I will speak of some of the important events that took place during the month of Rabiul Akhir. And I mentioned that Azad Piran Apir, Sayyidina Sheikh Abdul Qadir Jilani, Nawarallah Marqadahu, was born, you must remember, on the 1st of Ramadan, the year 470, and then his demise, and he passed away on the 11th of Rabiul Akhir, 561. So he passed away at a ripe old age of 91. And when I was growing up, then I asked my parents that why you name me Abdul Qadir. They said, Bo Vadopir I. So I used that Maimon word Vadopir. You know, he was a big sheikh and a waliullah, the sage of the age and so forth. So Hazrat Mufti Ridawal Haqsab said, but nowadays they're calling you AK. You see, Hazrat said, like they call you AK. So I said, gee, Hazrat, they call me AK. So the non-Muslims, when they address me, they call me AK or AK-47. So I explained to them that AK-47, you'll have. But I have AK-255. So remember, ak 
A ayatul and K kursi ayatul kursi verse number 255 of chapter 2 surah baqarah so why we say AK255 a'zamu ayatin fil quran atwalu suratin fil quran the longest surah chapter in the noble quran is surah baqarah it comprises 286 verses and the most majestic the greatest verse in the noble quran remember is ayatul kursi so aya aya means one verse Allahu la ilaha illa huwa al-hayyul qayyub So that's the starting What is the ending? Wala ya'uduhu hifzuhuma wa huwa al-aliyul azim So that is the ending So it starts by Allahu la ilaha illa hu And it ends there Wala ya'uduhu hifzuhuma wa huwa al-aliyul azim It's sunnah to read it after every first salat it's sunnah to read Ayat al-Kursi before sleeping. It's sunnah to read Ayat al-Kursi for hifadah and protection. Very beautiful incident mentioned in Sahih Muslim. It was the ending of Ramadan. One, two, three days left for Ramadan to end and Eid al-Fitr to be ushered in. So Mustafa, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam appointed him, Sayyidina Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu as the guard, as the night watchman that all these dates and whatever people are giving, you must look after it. It was the adat e sharifa adat e the normal habit of the master, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that after Fajr is to turn around, after every first salat, the master alayhi sallam used to turn around, the face Mubarak, the countenance Mubarak of the Master facing the people, and the back Mubarak facing Qibla. The hadith in Tirmidhi, Jabir bin Samura radiallahu ta'ala who states, Ida swalla salatan aqbala alayna biwajhihi. When he, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu completed the first salat, then he faced us, and that's why this masla is known as istiqbalul imam ila jihatil anam that the imam should face his back towards Qibla and his face towards the people like how the imams do in the Haramain Sharifin that is the sunnah and after each salat the first salat and if you want the wonderful academic discussion on this open Ahsanul Fatawa perhaps Hazrat Mufti Rashid Ahmad Saab Rahimahullah you will find it there then sometimes Nabi alayhi salatu salam would ask them man ra'a min kum so a dream or anything happened so he, Habibuna Rasulullah that morning, asked Sayyidina Abu Huraira, explain to us what happened last night, Ya Abu Huraira radiallahu anh. So he said, yes, Ya Rasulullah. I was looking after all those dates and that for Zakatul Fitr, Sadaqatul Fitr, which we will be giving out to the poor and all that before the day of Eid or Eid, like that. So then this person came, he wanted to steal, and I apprehended him. Then what happened, Ya Baurira? He started crying, weeping, sobbing. He said, I am so poor and my good wife and children and gave a sad story. So I felt him sorry and I left him. So he, Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said that he's coming again tonight. So now Sayyidina Burera knew 100% he was wide awake. So he made like he's sleeping and this guy came. So the same crook, let's call him the crook. And he wanted to steal, and he apprehended him second time. 
He said, now I'm taking you to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He was weeping, sobbing. He said, please, I'm hungry. My children are hungry and so forth. So again, he felt sorry and left him. Then now, again the next day, same thing. Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu inquired from him anything happened. He related the anecdote and the story of the previous night. Said again he's coming, the third consecutive night. So now Sayyidina Burera knew that now no more stories and so forth. So now again he came and he wanted to steal the dates and so forth. He told, see, I don't want all your stories and your weeping and sobbing is not going to impress me. Your crocodile tears, I'm taking you. So now he knew. So he said, okay. That you must read Aital Kursi, I teach you something, and you will be safe from Shaitan and all his cronies and comrades and so forth, meaning from Shayatin. So you will be safe. So he released him. So the next morning he told Mustafa Rasulullah that is what happened. He, the Master, said Swadaka, that he spoke the truth to you on this occasion, this one part about Aital Kursi. But 99.9% is Mubalaga, hyperbole, intensive form. He's the biggest, biggest liar. And he was lying to you all the time. That was Shaitan in human form. He came to you. But that's what he told you. So read Aital Kursi. So you are closing your shop, closing your house, closing your car, closing this, closing that. So read Ayatul Kursi and the most majestic verse. Allah Jalla Wala special verse. Mercy will come and inshallah you will be protected. So every Muslim child, male, female, we should by heart it, memorize it. It is after all A'azamu Ayatin Fil Quran Il Majid, the most majestic verse in the Noble Quran. Mufti Sahib, what can one read for someone who has been diagnosed with breast cancer? When people are very, very ill and so forth, you, the person who's ill, so you, the family members, you should show him or her. So like, yeah, it's a lady, breast cancer. So teach them and inform them, Surah Anbiya, chapter 21, and verse number 83. And what is that verse? Anni, the dua of Nabi Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam. Nabi Ayyub alayhi salatu wasalam crying, begging, petitioning Almighty Allah. Anni masani yadurru wa anta arhamur rahimin. Oh, beloved Allah, this calamity, this affliction, this distress and sickness has afflicted me. Wa anta arhamur rahimin. Whilst you are the most merciful one to show mercy. Ulama have written many long, different, different amounts. But anyway, many ulama said the sickness, illness lasted for Nabi Ayyub alayhi salam for 17 years. Some say 18, 19, whatever the case is, it was a lengthy illness, sickness. But they kept on reading this. So all those people who are very, very ill and you are critically ill, read this verse. You, the family members, read La Ilaha, Surah 21, verse 87. Just after that you will find in the twenty in the 17th Suparah, 17 Jews, and remember Surah 21, 
91, the Surah Anbiya, the Messengers, verse 87. La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu minadhalimeen. So, Ya Allah, there is none worthy of worship but you. Everlasting glory, perfection is only for you. Inni kuntu minadhalimeen. I am from the ones, you must remember, who is the wrongdoer. For Nabi Yunus alayhi salatu salam. So, you will say, I have made an error in judgment. For me and you, the translation will be, we are the sinners, we are the transgressors, we are the one who went beyond the limit and so forth. So all Mahdi Allah will remove the worry, sorry, anxiety. In the marasil of Imam Abu Dawood is mentioned for the people who are ill and sick, give out charity, cash or kind, and give it to anybody, Muslim, non-Muslim. This is voluntary charity. And then read, Ya Salamu, Ya Salamu. Read Surah Fatiha, the opening chapter, seven verses on that person who's ill. Read it seven times and blow on him or her. And inshallah, Allah Jalla will grant you shifa. But you, O oh sister, you must remain positive. In Islam, we never allowed to give up hope and become disillusioned. Always remember chapter 39, verse 53. Never become disillusioned in the mercy of Almighty Allah. So each one of us remember that we must remain firm and we must have firm conviction in the promises of Almighty Allah. Mufti Sahib, if a person recited Surah Nas in the first rakat, what should be read in the remaining rakats? There are two, three different scenarios here. If that person, for example, is reading, say, like Tarawih Salat, or that person was completing the Quran Sharif, every day he was reading certain verses and then he completed so after Surah Nas, then you read in the next rakat, Surah Fatiha, and then you start Alif Lam Mim. So how we do Tarawih time? But remember that if an imam read by mistake, Maghrib time, Fajr time, or Isha time, or whenever, in the first rakat, Surah An-Nas. So what must he do in the second rakat? Read again, Surah An-Nas, repeat it. So it's Makrut and Zihi, the Salat is valid, there's no Sajda so, and remember, everything is fine. The ulama have written that Mustafa Rasulullah sometimes would do things jawaz to show the ummah, although this is not preferred, but it is mimbabil jawaz. It is something that is permissible. So in one salat, he, Habibuna Rahmatulil Alameen read Surah Zilzal, chapter 99, in the first rakat and in the second rakat. So that will be your dalil and your evidence. If you make takararu surah, you repeat the same surah in two different rakats, first and second. So is makru, tanzihi, and no sasda so, and your salat is valid, but obviously best is that if you're reading and you want to read that, then read qul a'udhu bi rabbil falaq, first rakat, and then qul a'udhu bi rabbil nas. Or you read Ida Jaa or Kulya Kafirun or Alam Tara, whatever, and then Kul Awud Birabbin Nas. So that will be 100% perfect and no problem. Mufti Sahib, is it permissible for one to give one's friend a gift upon completion of his Hibs al Quran? Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Quran Sharif states itself. 
قل بفضل الله وبرحمته فبذلك فليفرحوا that remember the phrase the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah has come upon you and now your son your daughter completed the Quran Sharif so you should be فبذلك فليفرحوا he Almighty Allah himself is congratulating you saluting you you should be very very happy it is better than whatever they have accumulated all the gold, silver, minerals and diamonds and our gas and oil and whatever you so that is the greatest kalam kalamullah mulukul kalam and kalamul muluk malik and that is the king almighty Allah is king of kings so therefore that he didn't expect anything you as a friend a well-wisher of that hafiz of that hafizah you went, you gave them money or you gave them clothing or whatever it is provided that is halal, totally permissible. There's no problem with that. Open Surah Yunus, chapter number 10 and verse number 57, 58, and you will find the virtue of the noble Quran mentioned there. It's a happy occasion that you go, whether you attend, don't attend, but somebody is getting married and now you give a gift and so forth. Very good. Taha do, taha husband wife now and then give to one another especially the husband should give the wife why to generate more love for in sometime you're living together these arguments and then things are said so this will remove the malice the rancor the hatred the hadith in Bayhaki. so therefore each one of us our teachers and when moka sachvi ganje what is that moka sachvi ganje you got the right station, don't worry, you're listening to me speaking Maimon. So you must look after the occasion. So what is the occasion? Your son, your daughter, your neighbor's son became a Hafiz or Hafiza, the daughter. So now that's the occasion. You should express your joy. Mubarak, mashallah. That when youngsters come today, when I was leaving the majlis, you know, so I reach, I live quickly because people want to make salam and all that and I want to go to a washroom and bathroom and so forth so one youngster came and running to me and he said Mufti sahab make dua for me make dua for me so I asked him better how many paras you finish he said five I said come here so I put my hand by his heart and I said Ya Allah make him good office and make him quick quick I said the next year and now next year you will finish inshallah I told him read Ya Qawiyu Ya Qawiyu when we were becoming Hafiz by our beloved Ustad and honorable teacher Hafiz Ibrahim Limalia we were very young when I completed also I was not badly and mature so you must raise to teach us that after first Salat read so all Hafiz boys 7, 8, 9, 10 the number used to fluctuate so remember that we all read so like that we must give them duas we must be happy and so forth we must be more happy that our son daughter became Hafiz than the the, the, the shaitans winning the World Cup and all these type of things here what an indictment yesterday a person contacted me from Durban he said Mufti just come here to Durban and see how many women there in their burqa and in their abaya and cloaks and that they're all lining up the street and they're waiting to say boko 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 it does you think Allah's help will come like this that we want to support something which is absolutely haram and got no place in Islam 
So we waste our time, cricket, soccer, rugby, and all this nonsense. We must learn Quran Sharif. We must learn Sunnah Mubarakah. We must learn Sirah to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam about the Master Alayhi Learn about the Sahaba Radiallahu Anhum. Learn about the Awliyaullah. That will inspire you and our children to greater heights. We must remember that. But when the parents and the elders adwallu wa adwallu, they themselves are astray in most instances, then we send our children also to the children will go to school and they're very proud that we're wearing springbok jersey and so forth so you are making something which is haram as acceptable and palatable that's exactly what the Quran says the Satan Lucifer Shaitan will make it beautify it adorn it all the vices and make it acceptable Allah forbid so think properly what we are doing Whenever there is an argument or disagreement, the wife requests a divorce. How should the husband react to this? Remember that that's why Allah Ta'ala never gave the right of talaq and divorce to the women. 80%, 90% of the women are very, very emotional. And they will first give the talaq if they were given the right, and then they should think what they did. So therefore, they don't have the right of talaq unless you make tafwizu talaq. Tafwizu talaq means that you delegate to them and you agree that she can also give talaq if you get married a second wife or you have an affair, commit adultery, Allah forbid, or you hit her and assault her and so forth. So like that, that the contract is drawn up both parties sign their witnesses and so forth so that's a different issue but normal circumstances are not allowed she can make the lock daughter we don't mean nothing now the question you ask what must you do so let us see what Quran Sharif says let us see what the Sunnah Mubarakah says Quran Sharif says addressing me and you and every husband for all times, all places, all circumstances. Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse 19. You must treat your wives with love, with respect, with justice, with equity. And this is not some mustahab or desirable. It's compulsory and mandatory upon every husband to do so. Second one. Which person today in any part of the world can say he is like Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anh, or the lady is like Sayyidina Fatima radiallahu anh? Nobody in the world can say that. This also is mentioned in Sahih Muslim. Go open the manaqib and the virtues and merits of Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anh. He, Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah came in one day to his ladli, Piyari, Sahib Zadi, his beloved daughter, Sayyida Fatima, radiallahu anha. Wama adraka man Fatima. Do you know who Sayyida Fatima, radiallahu anha? Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. Fatima to Sayyida to Nisai, Ahlul Jannah. Fatima, radiallahu anha, is the leader of the women in Jannah and Paradise. Authentic Hadith. So where came there? Said Ali is not there. Oh, my beloved Ladli, Sahib Zadi, Piyari. Where is Ali? Aina Ali. See how intelligent she was. She didn't say. She just said, is it a masjid? He, Habibuna, Rasulullah, knows his daughter very well. There was some misunderstanding and so forth. And Sayyidina Ali left the home. He's gone to the masjid. 
Lo and behold, he Habibuna, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa went there to the masjid, not only as Khatamun Nabiyin or Mursaleen, as the last and final messenger and prophet of Almighty Allah, but as a father-in-law also. And Sayyidina Ali was fast asleep. He Habibuna, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, a sharifa with his own Mubarak hands, a yamsahut turab, anwad badanihi. So removing the speck of dust from the body of Sayyidina Ali, from the clothes of Sayyidina Ali, radiallahu anhu, and so forth. Qum ya Aba Turab, Qum ya Aba Turab. Oh, you, the father of the saint, because sand and speck of dust was on his body, on his toes. Stand up, stand up, wake up. Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anh, Mary Sayyida Fatima radiallahu anha, during Ramadan, in the second year of the Hijrah, and in the third year of the Hijrah, Sayyidina Hassan radiallahu anh, is born, fourth year of the Hijrah, Sayyidina Hussein radiallahu anh, is born, so his kunya agnoman is Abul Hassan, but Ya Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is calling him Ya Aba Turab. He says, I loved it because the Master alayhi salam gave me this. So a potentially explosive situation, he Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa praised his son-in-law. So what must you do when your wife speaks this? So you must go away. Go to the masjid, go to your namaz room, start making dua, tilawat. And when your wife, she's now sober, her anger has subsided, start ta'aleem. Take Riyadu Salihin. Take the fadail works of Hazrat Sheikh, Hazrat Mohana Muhammad Zakaria, Sheikhul Hadith, Nawar Allahu Marqadahu. And thereafter, you start ta'aleem and explain to her that every time you're asking, asking for talaq, and all these things here is haram for a lady to do that. He Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Hunnal munafiqat. Those ladies who keep on asking for talaq and khula and all that and all that. So without min ghayri ba'sin, amin ghayri uzrin, without a valid excuse. So they are hypocrites, remember. Go open Mishka Sharif, Musnad Ahmad. So therefore, but you have to teach her. You must be a husband, you must be a teacher, you must be a role model, and all that you have to teach. Then there will be peace, harmony, tranquility, serenity in the marriage. Otherwise, there'll be rows and ructions always, and then like the Jutlas Haramis, they can't find peace. Why? They are a chosen people. They say so. They say they are a chosen. Till day I agree, you are a chosen people for hell. You heard Haramis, Jutlas, committing genocide and war crimes, ethnic cleansing. Allah is punishing you forever. So because you murderers of prophets and messengers, you murderers of babies and children and so forth, so like that your marriage will be always on the ra- of the, there on the rocks and there will be rows and ructions between you. Allah protect us all. We say Jazakallah khairan to Mufti Sahib. This afternoon's Q&A program is brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies. And a reminder of tonight, the Q&A will be repeated only on Radio Al-Ansar from 8 to 10 p.m. as Radio Al-Ansar has a change in programming for this afternoon. We continue after the break. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132.